The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. <clears throat> Excuse me, there's two videos at the top of the screen there. Uh, the one on the left is Bradley's show from Saturday, so that's two hours of Bradley Dean. And we had two hours in the morning as well with Kate Shimarani. That's uh, in the archive. <laughs> you got to go to Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live uh, to see that one because we're streaming live on the right side of the page. But uh, Bradley's will be up until 3 o'clock, at which time he'll be live. And then on the right side, that's where we are now. Press the play button, blow it up on your device, and then the right hand lower right hand side there's a rumble icon click on that you can join us in the chat over there we're also on beforeitsnews.com 
top of the page there. DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, and also Twitch at Setting Brush Fires. Uh, we're on over there. And uh, if you would like to sign up for our newsletter, boy, I tell you, the, the censorship is heavy. So if if you can help us with that, we would really, really appreciate that. Sign up, you get one email a day. And then if you want our ministry email, that's on sonsoflibertyradio.com. Sign up for that. You get it well, once a week. Uh, and uh, you'll know what the special is for the week. You'll also get uh, a word and usually pictures from what the ministry is doing during that week. So we've been sharing some of the highlights from the California uh, ministry trip, especially. Um, and uh, want to wish you guys a happy Memorial Day, by the way. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't keep up with a lot of holidays. I, in fact, I don't keep up with any. They kind of sneak up on me. Okay. So I don't, my attention doesn't get to those things, but, you know, happy Memorial Day. Uh, and such uh, for today as well. Also, if you would like to help us in what we do, um, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us as a son or daughter of Liberty. That's our monthly partners, and we appreciate all of you guys. Even those who don't financially support, you come in, you listen on the radio, you chat, you share our stuff. We appreciate you very much. We really do. Um, and we can't do it, though, without the support. It, no matter if it's financial, no matter if it's you sharing things or um, you benefiting from what we do here at the Sons of Liberty. Um, we appreciate you very much. We also have our store. I didn't pull up our our deal for this week. It's I'll have that in the archive, but it's the um, uh, Cowards Didn't you know Build the Republic t-shirts. We had about 10 different colors in that. I think there's six different sizes and stuff, <clears throat> and you'll have a deal on that. So if you want the deal, go later to sonsoflibertymedia.com because... Uh, Frankly, uh, it's Monday. Sometimes I'm putting things together and I forget to change out that and put that up. So that's just my error. Okay. Uh, but it'll be in the archive and it'll be listed right up under the video that we just play at the start. And for you guys uh, who join us in the pre-show, no, that was not John Williams and the symphony there. I, I forget what his symphony is that uh, he was using uh, for all those movie uh, scores. That was the Charlotte Youth Orchestra. Yeah, my, my uh, you know, our daughter uh, is in that, plays violin, and as somebody said, they when they closed their eyes, they couldn't tell the difference. Uh, it's pretty close. It's close enough to where Facebook shut it off for claiming they it may violate copyright. Not that it does. It may violate copyright. And then if you share, what's interesting is if you share something like that where they say it may violate copyright, if you embed that on another website, what they do is they put a little box up where you can't watch it on the website. They say, this may, this content may contain copyrighted material, but you can watch it on Facebook. <laughs> so um, I, I guess Facebook is okay with putting out um, copyright material to people as long as it's Facebook getting the credit for it. I guess they're okay with that. Hmm. Very interesting. Anyway, um, so those things are there. Uh, the that that deal will be on now. First and foremost, I'm going to put this out here, and I'll show my face so people will get what I'm saying. There are times, look, we get something wrong, we make an error. Um, this one is mine, and on Saturday I played a video from the guy, the CEO from Pfizer. Okay, this was the video that I played. You guys on uh, the radio will be able to hear it because basically it was for the audio. And I was passed this along. I did not 
go back and look at the original because this didn't look like it was edited at all. But I want you to see what I played, and then we're going to show you the reality of what was going on there. This is Albert Borla, the CEO from Pfizer. This was the video that I was sent, and I put an article on it. It was very short, even though I added a lot of World Economic Forum videos here. Here's what I played for you on Saturday. I think that uh, it's really fulfillment of a dream that we had together with my leadership team when we started in 19. Uh, the first week we met in January of 19 in California and to set up the goals for the next five years. And one of them was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. I think today this dream is becoming a reality. So it's really a purpose-driven uh, company. And okay, it's a, it's a, you heard what he said. Now, I didn't see any editing going on. I mean, it was that clean, okay? And these guys have been known to just speak out and say stuff like this. I, we've played the Bill Gates thing that people want to poo-poo about what he's saying there. And it seems very clear about what he's saying. Here's actually what Borla said. First week we met in January of 19 in California and to set up the goals for the next five years. And one of them was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world that cannot afford our medicines by 50%. I think today this dream is becoming uh, real. Okay. All right. So you see that somebody took out in that edit, they're going to reduce the cost of their medicines for people by 50%. So I owned up to that, changed the title uh, of the to, to, to fit that, put in a correction. Um, I had so many people just run me through the ringer on Rumble. You're faking the news. I, I wasn't, tr it was not an attempt to deceive anybody. I just want everybody to be clear. It wasn't that. I actually thought the guy said it. How many of you watched the video that I played, where did you see an edit? I didn't see any. Usually you'll see it, it'll clip. And I didn't see any of it. However, with that said, how many people can't afford their drugs? Their shots, for sure, governments are buying those. They're giving them to you for, quote-unquote, free. Now, they're using your money for it, but they're giving them to you for free, right? But just so you know, yep, this is, this is what I did. This is on the story I did. I even corrected the title, okay? And then I said, you know, here's the thing. This is what was missing, this phrase. And yet I said, is not what was said in the edited video, does it not correspond with what is taking place with Pfizer's shots with this man's attacks on the people who question him, saying that we're criminals for pointing out the, the reality of what's taking place due to his shots. We've got several months of Pfizer's documents to the FDA. They knew it was killing people. They knew it was harming pregnant women. They knew it was killing babies in the womb. They knew all of this stuff, 
this guy, by his actions, his words are in there in different places, okay? But by his actions, he's demonstrating he's a eugenicist, just like Bill Gates. So, you know, I'm, I'm big enough to own up to, to my error, okay? I can do that. But it's amazing to me that some people will come in. I've got a bazillion of them on Rumble. And I responded to all of them. Look, I corrected the thing. I put the link up. Thank you for the correction. I didn't know. I should have known. That's my fault for not going back and looking at the original. It's my fault. But it's like people can't distinguish between somebody making an error and people who are constantly, day in and day out, feeding a lying narrative they know is a lying narrative. They know it is. So, anyway, wanted to do that for you guys because I don't, I even sent it to Bradley as soon as I, you know, I corrected it. I don't know if it was Saturday evening or Sunday morning, but I sent it to Bradley because I, I passed it on to him. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I, I should have checked the other thing. Anyway, uh, just wanted you guys to see it because, yeah, I don't want to discredit anybody. I'm not looking to be discredited by it. Um, but there's no doubt that what's going on, what we're hearing, seeing with our eyes and hearing with our ears and reading in documents and such, they're engaged in eugenesis. Uh, as eugenicists, there's no question about it. Now, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to hit a couple of, um, a couple of things on here. Um, Amy is not responding to my text messages. She's not responding to my calls. And we had a conversation last night about this morning. And um, I hope nothing has happened to her. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. She was excited to come back on. Uh, Karen Stewart, who is the NSA whistleblower we had on the show numerous times, um, she's been passing our interview from Thursday on and Amy's not responding. I mean, she's not responding to the calls. She's not responding to text messages, anything. So I don't know. Maybe she will show up here a little bit. Maybe she was running late. I don't know. Um, but the information she's sharing, uh, that, you know, she's been a victim of the direct energy weapons and, I mean, I'm hoping it's just maybe she was sleeping hard. <laughs> I'm hoping uh, that that's the case. And if that is, you know, that's forgivable. We can deal with that. But I, I, I'll try her, I guess, later unless she shows up. But I'm leaving everything open in case she does. So my apologies. We have that set for the show. And uh, she's not here. So I don't, I don't really know what's going on. Um, but keep her in your prayers, uh, Amy Holum. Um, let me give you a couple of headlines here. And... Maybe we'll just do the show here on some of these as well, um, as far as what's going on. How many of you guys heard about this? Uh, you know, we've been hearing about all of the stuff down in Texas. And what's amazing, it, it's almost comical, the um, Mockingbird media. Because people have been calling out this Texas school shooting as a false flag. And for good reason. For good reason. Um, one of those things, and I'll play a couple of these videos here in just a second. Uh, but there's just a number of things that kind of stand out, okay? Um, and we'll get to those in just a second because I, I want to play some of those, okay? But how many of you heard about the mother? There was an active shooter with an AR-15. This is in West Virginia. 
with an he was an active shooter with an AR-15 in and out several times into a graduation celebration, just shooting indiscriminately. And a mom with a handgun took him out. How many how many of you heard that story? Uh, you can find it at sonsoflibertymedia.com. And it's very interesting because, you know, oh, we need gun-free zones. We need gun-free zones, blah, 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 blah. And gun-free zones make soft targets for your kids if you send them there. By the way, if you're sending them to the public school, public indoctrination center, you know, follow what God has said. Do everything you can to get them out of there. Um, yeah, do everything you can to get, to get them out of there. But uh, this lady, uh, she was able to take this guy down. And I, I love it. West Virginia is a permitless carry state. Open carry and concealed carry are both legal for all U.S. citizens. One must be 18 years old to open carry, while one must be 21 or older to conceal carry. That's just kind of stupid. That part's kind of stupid. But you can open carry, but you got to have three more years on you to conceal carry. Well, who is coming up with all this subjective thing about you practicing your rights? Seriously. I know kids who are under 18 who could carry better than some adults. Okay. Government just indiscriminately, you know, very subjective, setting up ages that they can't justify as to why they're doing things. And yet they do that. Um, this woman, uh, she was carrying... And when Butler, that's the guy who had his AR-15, you know, firing into the crowd of children, she pulled out her pistol and ended the threat, killing the would-be mass shooter before anyone was harmed. Oh, you terrible woman. You had a gun. You had a gun. Oh, we got to ban those guns and ban people who carry them. No, no, better yet. We're not going to ban them. We're going we're gonna to throw them in jail for the rest of their life. We're going to humiliate them. Or worse... We're going to pull a Nazi Germany. We find you with one of those things. We're going to shoot you on sight. That's how some people think about it. And you guys have seen the video of uh, Beto O'Rourke just making a donkey out of himself. He's in the right party for that. He's got the right you know, thing for that. Just being a jerk. Joe Biden, too. The rest of them. All of them doing that stuff. It's like, man, give it a rest. But we saw where the parents weren't allowed to go in. They were being tasered. They were being handcuffed. While cops went after their own kids in there. But they stood back, let this guy with, what, 60 magazines full? A $4,000 Daniel Defense AR? And what, where's this kid who can't figure out his gender? Where's he getting all this money at? Anybody ever question that? And this was some of the things that um, uh, Amy was going to talk about today because she was also going to talk about the issue with Nicholas Cruz at Parkland High School. And she went and she took the video. She was telling me, I think she was tell telling me off air after the show on Thursday. She said, you can, she said, I picked up the frequency of what was going on, of what they were beaming into his head off the video. That's pretty incredible to me. And they were telling him, you're so stupid. You're so stupid. And he's on the camera going, I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. 
this is real stuff that's happening, uh, that's taking place, courtesy of our government, stealing our money to do it. And then there's this one. I, I don't know if you guys have heard this. This happened actually back in February, but I just got a hold of it now. But this was on, this was actually on Fox News. This is um, a Ukrainian parliament member. Her name is Kira Rudik. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen this or heard this, but I want you to listen to what this lady is saying, that we just sent $40 billion to help facilitate. Here she is. Listen. Uh, for the rest of us that aren't Ukrainians, I think the world, quite frankly, Kira, is surprised by the will of the Ukrainian people to stand up and fight. Are you? Well, I'm not surprised. I, uh, we have been fighting uh, Putin for the last eight years, and we had three revolutions in our country when we did not agree with what was going on with uh, the direction of where we're moving in. But right now, it's a critical time because we know that we not only fight for Ukraine, we fight for this new world order for the democratic countries. We knew that we are the shield for the Europe. We're fighting for this new world order. Of democratic countries. You want to know why democracy? Uh, you know, our forefathers were against democracy, by the way. Do we use a democratic process to elect representatives? Yes, we do. We use a process for that. But we're not a democracy. We're not a pure democracy. Yeah, New World Order. That's what she said. You heard her right. You heard her right as to what she said. $40 billion of our money, yours and mine, going to fund the New World Order in Ukraine. Neo-Nazis over there. And look, this isn't anything new. Back when Obama was in, we talked about how they were, we reported, we had many reports on Ukraine as far as the CIA infiltration to stir up that government and to break it up. We had that going on then. This isn't anything new. Okay, but there she is telling the truth live on Fox TV. <laughs> I mean, that's what she's doing. She's telling you. Also, put this out yesterday because the people have not dealt with criminal globalists, we're now entering the kill phase of the Great Reset. Yeah, you can go in there and you can see exactly what's going on. Well, we've had um, all these guys. We've had Bill Gates talk about, you know, do this stuff with uh, taking out, you know, literally billions of people on the planet. We've got um, Klaus Schwab's advisor, the sodomite, Yuval Noah Harari, blaspheming God, Jesus Christ. And yet he speaks of humankind as those... Uh, who don't fit their next industrial revolution as, quote-unquote, meaningless, worthless people, saying that they will be unnecessary and useless, and even go so far as to ask the question, what do we need humans for? See, the mindset is just like that. It, they're, they're putting out their propaganda, except they're not just doing it on country. They're putting it out through the world. And before I hit this one, because I think, you know, I've said, you know, we're the Navy SEALs being sent into this deal. 
you know, were they sent in to deal with the enemies of America? And yesterday I was um I was talking with our friend Bill Evans, the truck driver theologian. And he was telling me about a series of podcasts that he was listening to. Now, these come from VigilanceElite.com, VigilanceElite.com. And the show is called The Sean Ryan Show. Now, it's well done. Sean is a former Navy SEAL. He has a lot of Navy SEALs and other people on his, uh, on his podcast. And I guess I missed the thing. I'm, I'm, there must be a show button because I went to that in order to see uh, what was going on. And yeah, this is it. So yesterday, he's got all these different people that he is talking to. They've had all of these kind of injuries. The one I watched uh, is on page two, I believe. And these are not, you know, 45-minute podcasts or something. These are things that are like hours long. So I spent like a little over four hours yesterday evening listening to this interview with a gentleman by the name of Marcus Capone, and I thought he was on page two here, uh, but he's he's not. But uh, Marcus tells his story, what he was doing. He was a breacher in the in the SEALs team, and he didn't realize it. There he is right here. Uh, episode number 10. OK. He's a he's a bre He was a breacher for the team, the SEALs teams. He ended up in SEAL Team 6 eventually. And uh, Marcus was talking about, you know, when you go into these blast zones, you'll set off. He said, I've set off, you know, hundreds up to maybe a thousand charges. He said, you're supposed to figure out the weight of the charge and determine the distance you're supposed to be with it. He said, it's a pretty simple math. Most of it, he said, like 17, 18 feet, you should be away from it. He said, basically, we would just get out of the way of wherever fragments are going to fly. Uh, we would feel the shockwave. Uh, his words were, we would eat it, so to speak. And he says that shockwave goes through your body. And what was happening was a lot of these guys, what well, didn't matter if they were a breach or not, they're in that vicinity. He said, instead of 17 feet, we were like eight. So we were catching every one of them. And they were affecting their brains and causing them to, for lack of a better term, malfunction. And this put them into spirals that hurt their families, their relationships, um, caused them to be very destructive than themselves. Uh, some of the thought is that some of the veterans were, and, this, and we're on Memorial Day, so you know some of the uh, veterans were not dying in war. They're coming home and they're committing suicide uh, because they, they can't cognitively function. His wife was on as well, telling what was going on. She said it had gotten so bad. He couldn't figure out which end of the lights went on when they were putting up their Christmas tree and stuff, which one went into the plug-in. This is a guy who's like 38, 39 years old at the time, having these kind of problems, stimulating from that. And they went through some alternative medicine that you can't get here in the States. It comes from the earth, comes from the creation. Uh, some of you guys have read about some of the quote-unquote psychedelics and things of this nature. Um, they have to go to Peru. They have to go to Costa Rica. They have to go to other places to get it. Um, but I found it very fascinating as to what's going on there. And he was asked, you know, do you think Big Pharma is behind this, shutting this stuff down? There's no, 
I, he gave a nod to it. There's no doubt in my mind that's exactly what they're doing. And they're costing not just our veterans' lives, it's costing the civilians, us people out here. It's costing lives here, uh, what Big Pharma is doing. But I thought I'd throw that out to you. If you're interested in hearing that, it's uh, Marcus Capone. And I'll see if we can put it up in the archive. If we don't, I'll, I'll put the link up and I'll put the link to to Sean's uh you know, podcast, his website there, because now it's got some rough language at times, um, but they're very cordial in how they're dealing. They're, nobody's getting all bent out of shape, at least not in this interview. It's just, here's my story. And uh, I think it's very interesting as to, you know, what took place with uh, with Marcus. And I'm, I'm eager to hear a couple of these other guys as well, because I don't know some of the names. And I'm always fascinated to hear some of the stories of those who are in some of these teams and, and things as well. And, uh, you know, it's it's fascinating. Here's here's what grabbed me. His wife said after he had the treatment, which was very short. I mean, I think he did it over a weekend. She said, when I saw he asked for me, I flew down to see him. And she said he was the guy I first met. Her words were, he had become a monster. I didn't know him. He was completely detached. And now he went through this treatment. Now he's the guy I met in high school as a football player. And so what they did was they started getting together and forming a nonprofit to where they could fund other SEALs, uh, the other vets too, but SEALs were their, you know, their family, fund them to go down there. I think they had funded 350 of them to do it. And I don't know exactly how they administered it, Bethany, uh, but they set the the therapist there actually walk them through and tell them this is what you're going to experience, um, what you're going to face. And Marcus puts it like this. You're going to uh, face. And I just got a message from Amy, so she didn't wake up her alarm. Um, so we're going to we're going to see if we can have her. But one of the things that Marcus said was you have to face your demons. That's the way he put it. The bad things that you've done in life or have happened to you or traumas or whatever. He says this stuff pulls it out and sticks it in your face. He says very humbling. It takes away your ego or any of that stuff. And so it's really like I say, the interview is very interesting. I'll let you make up your own mind what you think about it. Um, but uh, but I know they've been able to go and to help at least 300 veterans, SEALs, and some others that they mentioned through their nonprofit. Uh, some of them they funded themselves. Some of them they have donors that help those those people and everything. So, you know, that's great. That's great that they're able to help those men. Um, in any case, uh, also, uh, I got that message from Amy, so hopefully we're going to have her on here shortly, and we'll let her do her thing. But uh, the Mockingbird media manipulation. No, there hasn't been 27 mass shootings, school shootings this year. No, uh, Victoria, it was, I think it was called Ibogaine, and then there's a root that it comes from, which is, I guess, more powerful or something um, that they use. But again, this comes from the creation. This isn't something coming from a pharmaceutical company that's synthetic that's going to give you all kinds of problems. In fact, he was saying this stuff is so not addictive. 
he said you can get it once and it uh <laughs> you, you don't really necessarily want to go back and do it again that's how that's how serious it is um but yeah that's that's there so anyway uh real quickly and then we're going to try to bring on um amy and i'm going to play a couple of videos here before we bring her on uh, she's on with us now and uh we'll we'll bring her up here in just a minute also sonsoflibertymedia.com if you're the right race quote unquote because that's what i put on it because we're all of the same blood we got the same skin color just different shades of it right your doctor will see you now crt and medicine can kill you that's from daniel greenfield all right let me play a couple of these and we're going to bring uh, amy on to talk about some of this and some other things now this is one of the the lieutenants there in texas speaking about the fact that some of the cops who were holding parents back who were tasering them who were cuffing them who were you know just being jerks to the parents who wanted to save their their children they went in there to save their own kids. Take a listen. Vanessa, so first I want to acknowledge the brave oh, that's really law low. enforcement that showed up to the scene that actually were I got it up as far as I can go. Entry into this school and saved more lives that, of course, we lost 18. But I want to praise those brave men and women of law enforcement. Brave men and women. Yeah, our brave women. On behalf of Texas Department of Public Safety to the families, to the victims, to the entire Uvalde community. So what we do know right now that the suspect um, was involved in a family disturbance earlier on the day with his grandmother in which he shot his grandmother. Uh, from that point on, what we do know is that local law enforcement received a call of a crash and a man with a gun nearby where the school's at. At that point, local law enforcement responded to the school. The suspect made entry into the school, and as soon as he made entry into the school, he started shooting children, teachers, whoever's in his way. He was shooting everybody. We had, of course, as I mentioned, brave law enforcement. Oh, brave law enforcement. Yes. Exchange Keep that in mind. The suspect who was wearing body armor, several police officers were shot. At that point, we did have a tactical law enforcement team arrive on scene. They met entry. They were also met with gunfire by the suspect, but they were actually able to shoot the suspect. And now the suspect is deceased. As of right now, we do have 18 children confirmed that are deceased, as well as two adults, one of those being a teacher from the school. And we've also uh, heard word that uh, Border Patrol agent was struck uh, with gunfire, a few officers shot. Uh, we've heard that some law enforcement officers actually went into school uh, to get their kids out. Can you right. talk about that? Right. So what we do know, Vanessa, right now that there was some uh, police officers, families trying to get their children out of the school because yeah. it was an active shooter situation oh, yeah. right now. It's a terrible situation right now. And, of course, just as we mentioned, the loss of life, it's, it's just terrible. It's a terrible tragedy when that took place. But, again, we got to keep acknowledging those brave men and women. The brave men and women. The brave women. You know, this guy, suspect, this guy is a joke. He is a joke. Now, the reason I'm going to say, the reason I keep doing that and I kind of mock him over that is listen to this, listen to this other interview on Communist News Network uh, with, uh, what's this guy's name? I forget all these people's name who are on here. Wolf uh, Blitzer, right? I, I do remember that guy because I haven't watched CNN. I don't know how long. Anyway, listen, same guy, same clown down there in Texas. Listen to what he says. But don't current the best practices, Lieutenant, call for officers to disable a shooter as quickly as possible, regardless of how many officers are actually on site. Correct. The active shooter situation, you want to stop the killing, you want to preserve life. But also, one thing that, of course, the American people need to understand is that officers are making entry into this building. Uh, they do not know where the gunman is. Uh, they are hearing gunshots. They are, they are receiving gunshots. At that point, if they, if they proceeded any further, not knowing where this suspect was at, um, they could have been shot. They could have been killed. And at that what point, about that brave law enforcement? To 
kill other people inside that school. What about so they were law able enforcement? To that gunman inside that classroom uh, so that he was not able to go to any other portions of the school to commit any other killings. What about your colleague brave law enforcement, bruh? Huh? What about those brave men and women? They didn't know where the shooter was. They're taking shots. Some of them are getting shot. And you're telling me you don't train these guys to hit their target when they shoot back? Really? I mean, do we got Barney Fife's down there in Texas? Is that what's going on? I find that hard to believe. Houston, uh, I'm sorry, San Antonio, several years back, had a guy who could ride horseback use his handgun and take out a guy, take out an active shooter in the street more than 100 yards away. But they can't take out this school shooter. They don't, oh, we don't know where he is. Oh, we, he, we're taking shot. Come on. Come on. And then this one right here, and then we're going to bring Amy on. This is a mom and a dad. I want you to listen to this interview. This is on live television. Listen to what goes on here. I think this is the dad. Your first and last name? My name is Jesse Rodriguez. How do you spell it? J-E-S-S-I-E-R-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z. And tell me, you said you're looking Yeah, I'm looking for my daughter. I mean, after the shooting, they don't know where she's at. I mean, the list, her name is not here. You know, and we don't know a list of who's gotten flown out. And you're not letting us in at the hospital right now. So we're, we're, we don't know where to go. Tell me, um, what's your daughter's name? How old is she? What class are you My daughter, Amber, Annabelle Guadalupe Rodriguez. Her name, she's only 10 years old. What, how did you hear about it? Or what was going through your mind? I think, uh, um, her mom called, called her. Now listen to the mom when they bring mom on. She'll go, the daughter <laughs> doesn't know what grade she's in. They're not giving us, they're not giving no info. We tried the hospital here, but they didn't let us in. So they said, they told us just to come over here. And this is the best bet to try finding the daughter. The daughter. So we went in here, they, she wasn't on the list. Then they sent us to the conference room and then the rangers were asking us, about pictures and what her name was to see if they were able to find her but they was they said they were calling let us know and they haven't called and we went looking here around town but even back to the school and there's we can't find her we don't know where else to go that's why we're here to talk with you guys because we need somebody to reply to us you know we're, Tell us where, where my daughter's at. Can you be kind enough to share a picture of Sure. Okay, so they show a picture of the daughter. We don't know the grade, but we know the age. She's 10 years old, and her teacher's name is Arnulfo Reyes. Third grader, thank you. So they, they don't. Thank you so much. Can you send that to They don't know the grade of the daughter. Okay. They don't know the grade of the daughter. They know her age. Now, I look, I know what some of that's like. People ask me, what grade are your kids in? I don't know. They're, this is how old they are. <laughs> and I don't, we're not in that public school system of grading, even though I know it's a part of even homeschool, how they set it up. Do these parents look distressed at all? 
There's been a ma there's been a school shooting. They're there at the school. Do they look distressed at all? Now, men are usually a little different than women on this. But does mom look like that? She doesn't look like she's distressed at all. Just kind of nonchalant. It's another day out at the mass school shootings. And so I want to we want to talk about some of that and some of the other things. And we had Amy on, Amy Holum. She's from Amy Studios. That's A-I-M-E-E-S studios.com. We had her on on Thursday. It was such a fascinating story. And then the, the talk afterwards off air, I said, Amy, let's bring you on, on for Monday. And Amy, I, I got to tell you, I'm really glad that you're okay there. I really am because I was starting to get a little concerned, uh, you know, with, with what you've had to deal with. So welcome back to the Sons of Liberty. Hi, thanks you, Tim. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, if you can angle your camera down just a hair there. There you go. That's good. That's good. Um, well, here's the thing. Um, I'm glad you were able to make it. Uh, I, I was concerned. I really was um, because we had just talked about it last night. And I said, I hope she's just maybe overslept. Maybe the alarm didn't go off, stuff like that. And we can deal with that. But you said you wanted to talk a little bit about this as to how it relates to things like direct energy weapons, the voice of God kind of stuff that they use out of the government and things of that nature. So. You've seen, you've gotten to this part. I kind of saved all of this uh, for this portion. So I guess in God's providence, you come in right on time. What do you make out of just what you see in the in this uh, this clown, this lieutenant down there in Texas, and then this this mom and dad looking for? And I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying the perception to me is that these people aren't responding to this situation in a way I would expect parents, especially mothers, fathers. I've seen keep their composure. They may be feeling it inside, but they can keep their composure. Mothers usually kind of just are all over the place because they're very concerned about their kids. What do you make out of just these these couple of interviews that I played here? Um, well, I kind of want to take it into two different looks right here. I want to take it from the law enforcement perspective, and then I want to take it into um, like the directed energy and the mind control perspective as well. When dealing with officers and uh, mass shootings, some officers aren't actually trained to go in there and actually do jobs like... SWAT patrol. Actually, within a police department, they actually have a set of officers that are volunteers within a local town and jurisdiction. And then they arrive on the, the um, scene that are specially trained for SWAT. And then uh, there's other officers from different towns and other cities that would actually join in with the SWAT team as well. And they would work together um, locally to enter into a school district. So some officers actually don't have that training or insight on how to barge into schools or go in there and just go after the gunmen. Now, some of those officers should have been on duty at those times. There should be trained officers per shift every single time that they go out. Um, that would make sense. Morning shift, lunch shift, night shift, you know? So the different shifts, every shift would be covered, right? So it would start off that local officers with the gunmen um, who are trained in SWAT would gather together, go inside the school, get into position, locate the offender. And then as the other team members come into play, 
as they arrived from the other towns and jurisdictions, they could more fully organize and breach the school and make their attack for their ascension. Um, that's kind of what, when they're putting in warrants, no knock warrants, entering into people's homes, things like that, that's what patrol is being used within the court systems. So that's part of that situation and scenario. So not all officers, I do have to kind of defend them on that. Um, do I think it's absolutely right? No, I would have barged in that school and gone gun ho and say, let's try to track this person down right away. You know, but there were some incidences within the school shooting that makes it seem like a false flag event. Now, usually within schools, the principal and the janitor will go through the whole school together after the bell rings and actually make sure that all doors are locked. They walk around it strategically and they check in, um, every single door that they're going to. So that way they can confirm, not with one person, but with two people, that all the doors are locked. And usually the only access to the front door access is the, or sorry, is the front office, which do have security camera systems and they have to be buzzed in. So that is how normal operations work. But in the reports, they're saying that only one door was forgot to be locked. Most of the time, all the doors are locked, no matter what. You don't use emergency fire exits within school. They are permanently locked from the outside in. There's no access to them. So the only way out is to get in from the inside out. That means that door had to be propped from the inside out. So they never went through the front door access. And the only other access would be basically your gymnasium. Um, now, Amy, let, let, me, let, me, let me chime in here and just, just point this out. When I used to do access control, uh, which was part of my job, and, and we did both the rough end and the finish, and we would do condos, and we would do multiple doors where they are locked all day long. The only one I think that we left open was main, the main front door. That's because it was being used so much. And th right. they would do it. But they could go into the software and they could actually tell that one to shut and they could open it up with a button. So that's basically, are, are you saying that they would use access control like that? Or do they have the, the bar push? When you're talking about the fire escape, they have the bar push that when they do that, it sounds an alarm that there's a fire and that kind of thing. But it's locked from the outside all the time. Which one is left open? Is it one of those that's a fire exit or is it just a regular exit or what's going on there? The officers never even mentioned that. They never even stated what type of exit or what type of entry they made. They just said a door was left open. So you would have to think that one of them would have to be a push bar, right? Or the other one that you suggested. There would be no other probable cause other than going through the front door that have to be buzzed in. Now, these days, there are security camera systems and buzzers that they use. And the front office would not even let a person with a gun, an AR-15 doesn't fit in a backpack. So they want to let them in through that way. Um, so that door was propped open. It had to be propped open. 
because normal fire escapes don't have a backdoor handle on them. Well, that kind of depends on what type of door. Well, usually they have a bar on the inside right. and they have a handle on the outside. That's right. Right. So um, I know some of the doors, like uh, in the workshop place back in my school, we didn't have that, but we had like a little garage door. So there was no entry besides that, you know, remote access. Um, but that just all depends on your school, too, and the location and the different rules and regulations that they put in. Now, as in for the mind control technology, there are criminals that actually groom children actually to become school shooters. Um, there was an audio that I did for a four-year-old boy, and the mother came to me. Once again, it was a child human sex trafficking rope, and um, the, the people, the criminals, were actually grooming the child to become a school shooter. And they raised that kid. Now, I don't know if that kid ever became one because in order to do those specific acts, they have to be groomed a, a specific way. That's where the mentally ill capabilities come into play. With the voice to God weapon and the technology that they're using, putting subliminal thoughts into a little child's head and raising them up to go on this path. So a lot of the times the children will hear things like their mom wants to kill me. I'm hiding in the closet. I'm scared for my life. She said that she was going to murder me with an axe. And then they'll go into the closet with a knife in their hands. And as soon as the mom is yelling for their kid, honey, where are you? Where are you? The kid would attack the parent because they put the living fear into those children to commit those crimes and to commit those acts. So it is possible that the mind control technology was used here. Um, the only way I would be able to tell is if I get a recording of the scene and of the, the criminal, the shooter, and I analyze it to find out if he was actually targeted. Amy, one of the things that we talked about off air was the Parkland shooting, and I was just briefly mentioning that, but I'd like for you to explain, you did just that with Nicholas Cruz. You pulled some, some video that had audio, and you sorted it out. What did you find out with that guy as far as what they were beaming into his head? Um, when a lot of the times in the interactions, like for instance, when Nicholas Cruz was doing his interview inside the police department, I believe it was like a 12 hour video with the officers. Um, Nicholas Cruz was tapping his head and he kept going, I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot. At that same time, the criminals, criminals behind the scenes were telling him subliminally that he was stupid. And that he was an idiot for leaving the gun. That they actually told him to run and was giving them step-by-step -step instructions not to get caught. So since they weren't listening to the criminals, I also discovered that they were uh, each given a $10,000 bonus. There was about five of them that got paid because he committed the crime. 
Um, I also discovered that there was a second shooter in Parkland as well. And then I also discovered that the neuroscientist that is behind Project Reborn, which is a U.S. government project, the U.S. government project is for um, child soldiers, raising them up to become child soldiers and committing crimes. Uh, the neuroscientist actually led to, is the head director that was assigned by the Obama administration. Okay, how here's a, here's a question. Uh, actually, I got a question in chat, but also this sounds like what was going on in New Mexico. Remember when they busted that guy, the jihadi, and he had tight. This was several years back. Um, I want to say it was. I, I want to say it was a, been too young for that. If it was like over. No, no, no. This was years. like maybe six or seven years ago, maybe at that. But they they busted it out there. They found these children in there. And they were teaching them, or they were grooming them to go in and shoot up schools. And okay. this guy had ties with uh, some kind of a mosque that was very much, you know, preaching jihad and stuff like this. And um, so they they busted him, and then the FBI came in and bulldozed the camp. They they got rid of the evidence of what was going on there. And I specifically remember they were training these young kids. To go and they were they were brainwashing them. That is what they were doing to become school shooters. And I, I just I wonder if that had any tie with any of this. And we're gonna we're gonna play some some of the kind of audio that Amy picks up on because uh, I, I told Amy I said last time we we didn't get to do it because I thought the audio was the video she was referencing, so I didn't play them, but I did add them in the archive. And uh, Amy, if you want to add something else to this, I'd like to, to play some of these just so people understand exactly what we're talking about, that when you pick up this audio, it doesn't sound like me and you talking. Most of no. it sounds like if anybody's heard voice morphing, you get these little software and it kind of, you know, you can make yourself sound like a chipmunk or you can make it sound like a robot. Some of these guys use it in gaming and stuff like that. That's what some of this stuff sounds like and some of the things you pick up. But I'm going to let you get to that because uh, because of the way things went today. We're coming up on the end of the show. If you want to check out Amy's site, go to amysstudios.com, A-I-M-E-E-S studios.com, and you can find out more about her. Otherwise, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, beforeitsnews.com, or dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, and we're going to finish up this interview here. And then in the morning, we're going to have David Pruitt back on. We're going to do our, our fourth series on prepping and this one's going to be a big one on community you don't want to miss it see you okay want to welcome everybody coming over from red state talk radio and um amy i want to give you a chance to kind of finish up your thought on the texas school shooting there and then i want to play some of these audios so people understand what you've got and then carol ann also says how did you find out these things that you're talking about about nicholas cruz how, how did you discover all this stuff so if you want to kind of wedge all that in one thing that'll be great well, when I was first starting to analyze audios and videos uh, and phone conversations of the different victims, um, I was actually trying to trace back a lot of things to MK Ultra, um, going back to the mind control technology, trying to find out who are victims and who are not. Um, a lot of the times when I came across Nicholas Cruz was because he kept saying, I hear voices that people were are talking to me that I'm mentally ill. So that is one of the signs 
of being victimized, paranoia, delusional, schizophrenia, uh, schizophrenia are all signs and symptoms of mind control technology. A lot of the diagnoses are falsified by pharmaceutical companies and doctors. The, con the manual is actually written by the Department of Defense. So those lead to false diagnoses and medical diagnoses to actually cover up their crimes. Um, when it comes to Project Reborn um, with Nicholas Cruz, I decided to take videos because they're public awareness uh, of the interviews and of the event that took place. So then I would download the video, bring it up into my software um, for analyzation processes, and then I would strip it down and actually listen to the communications of the criminals. So that is how I discovered that Nicholas Cruz was a victim and got the information that I got is by analyzing the audios and videos. I've actually done that with uh, multiple murders or serial killers, you might say. Um, I've also done that with the 9-11 tapes and the Havana syndrome, the Cuban diplomats. I've analyzed those as well. What are you finding out with 9-11 and, and Havana? Uh, with the Havana syndrome, um, I actually caught a lot on the FBI. But the reason that I captured a lot of information on the FBI is because the copy that I release or that I got a hold of was released by the FBI. So they're the ones that created that video um, or the sound clip or the news. So that's why I captured a lot of information on the FBI in their network system. Um, so I didn't really find much on the Havana syndrome because I don't have the original copies. So I, I kind of was a bust there. Um, as for the 9-11 tapes, I'm still in the process of those. I've only done like the phone conversations on the plane, uh, trying to get in a lot in some of the videos afterwards with the firemen talking about building seven going down yep but most of them it was just chaotic it wasn't really making sense or tying into anything in particular um well amy on the 9-11 ones where you got them where you got the audio on the planes do they seem legit to you i'm just i'm no. curious because my understanding was at that time, the only people who had developed any kind of cell service for their plane was Delta. And I don't know that they had put it on all their planes or they were getting ready to implement it. But I know when you go up, when you start to take off, you, you lose a cell signal. And this was, right. what, 20 years ago now. So uh, do you take it that, that the conversations that they've, some of them we've heard um, whether it's the let's roll thing or it's the lady from, she used to be on Fox news or husband was in the government. I forget, I forget some of the names of the people, but they're making these calls. Do you take it that they're legitimate calls or are they coming from somewhere else? Because I know somebody said that it was strange to hear from their loved one because they referenced their name, their full name to the, the person. And it just didn't seem like it was really them, like it was being manipulated somehow. What's your what's your thoughts on what you've what you've looked at through that? Um, I only caught captured a project name, and it was like Angel Winks. 
So I didn't really get much information because it was all static. Um, when I'm analyzing the phone, other than the project name, Angel Wings. <laughs> Sorry. Um, excuse me. Um, so there, I believe they were grounded first and they were switching over the planes and there's information that was dealing with back out in Philadelphia and them gassing up the planes. I have to give myself a little bit more information on there because it wasn't really a lot of stuff. It was more staticky. It was spaced out. So analyzing phone conversations are a little bit different on the subliminal side, um, especially with older technology. I don't believe their technology was really in place within the microphone systems or the video components of the phones. There really wasn't anything like a smart device back then. They were all track phones. So the quality and the sound is not the best when it comes to that. Okay. All right. Here's what I want to do, Amy. Um, we've got, you, you've sent several of these over. I, now I put them in order. So maybe you can tell us kind of what was going on. I, I took your numbers one, three, four, eight, whatever they were. They're not showing up here. Is that now? Um, but I just want to play a couple of these and I'm kind of wondering if you can kind of help us out. Do you remember which each one of these are that you sent me? I do. I'll be able to. Pick it up from when you hear it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's one. Here's one of the instances that uh, Amy has recorded. It's a short. Most of these are very short, just a couple of seconds. But you'll kind of get what she's saying, and some of them are very clear. Some of them are not clear at all. And uh, so here's one of them. Take a listen. So that one right there is actually saying "nice tits." That is a male actually going after a 16-year-old girl. Wow. And I was actually helping a friend, and I had to do some recognizance work um, while I was walking through the house, you know, recording without. I had parental permission. I didn't have daughter permission. Um, but she was 16-year-old. So um, parental permission takes it. But that is actually one of the statements that actually says nice tips. Okay, all right, all right. Here's another one. That one is actually, we go into the red room now. Now, red rooms are actually live torture chambers. Wow. So, for the criminals. Now, the FBI states, and they made it um, publicly known that you could Google it, uh, that red rooms don't exist. Uh, that they've never found any evidence of red rooms ever existing. Um, I have about three, no, not three, sorry, 11 times that they've made the statements about red rooms in different victims. A lot of these victims for the mind control technology, they actually uh, are being human sex trafficked and live streamed. So they could actually bid and make money off of the attacks onto the victims wow. while they're live streaming them. It's like a fetish for them. Uh, so rapists and murderers could actually torture the victim in real time. You know, it's interesting that you, you make mention this a red room. I remember, you know, we saw that film, the Marvel film, Black Widow. 
And that's what they were referencing was the Red Room is where they were trained. It was, I guess it was a whole thing where they uh, gave the girls all hysterectomies so they couldn't have kids um, and the whole thing like that. So that's kind of interesting. Here's another one. Um, that was actually one of the uh, harder ones to listen to. That one is actually from a track phone, like I was talking about. Track phones don't actually have the best quality. Um, so because of their simplicity uh, and their uses, right? So we wanted to rape you. The rape part actually is um, how to use uh, ex expressed. I forgot the terminology. Um enhanced a little bit more we wanted to rape you this is admitting that they wanted to rape the victim and actually physically sexually assault them through the means of um the different types of devices directed energy weapons uh laser solar technology systems that drones airplanes that they're sexually assaulting the victim okay all right here's another one uh, that's actually from a phone conversation. Again, uh, the bug is showing the tapping and the hacking of their computer systems and their electronic devices. So they actually have, they give access to these criminals, multiple different choices, right? Where they want to be um, sent to, whether it's uh, bedroom, if they got a camera system in the bedroom, uh, whether it's a link directly into their brain, whether it's to their cell phone device, or whether it's to through their computer system. Some people like to cause menace in particular ways. So like accessing their computer systems, they could go through different files, find out different information, delete it on the person, um, alter any audios or videos, um, and tamper with the evidence that they're trying to hide on specific people. Okay. So that statement is them admitting that the person is basically hacked. Okay. All right. All right. Um, and here's another one. We've got about five, five more of these. And, uh, and, I, and I wanted to play this because I think that, that people benefit from hearing what you're hearing. And then all, you have to do some other stuff in order to kind of clear it up be, to say, what are these people? Because I remember trying to hear some of this stuff. And I'm like, man, you got to kind of get some noise out, especially with the, the morphing of voices, because it get the morphing distorts the clarity of whatever they're saying it doesn't just change their voice it distorts it so badly sometimes the words seem like they run together but here's another one i spit at those perps so wow. spit at those perps so um that is actually an audio file mocking the victim they were she was getting mad at of pedestrian walking across the street and she took a video of it and they were mocking at her to spit at those perps go get them you know whether they were part of the the crowd or not that person she was videotaping was not a perp so they were trying to set her up to act out on an innocent person because like let's say 
they tell you, yeah, you see that guy? He's got his cell phone out. He's part of um, the gang stalkers. He's with us, right? Well, you get a man that, or a female that is a loose cannon, go up and start pounding the guy. They think he's involved. Meanwhile, they're beating up an innocent person. Mm. And that victim actually goes to jail for committing a crime that they would have never committed in the first place. Well, Amy, because they were set up mentally. Let me ask you this. What we're playing here, when you're picking this up off a video, is that right? Or are you picking up off a phone? Um, any device. It could be security camera systems. I got a spy USB pen. Um, like I said, it could be from a cell phone, a computer application system. Okay. Um, but, but where, where are these multiple different ways? Where are these messages? Like the one we just said is I spent on the part, is that being beamed into their head and you're picking that up or is that coming through their yeah. phone? No, that's coming into their head. That's and you're picking that up off of just an audio recording of maybe off their phone that they're recording the call or or you've got a video so, and you're picking it up off of that? How does how does that last one, how do you pick that up? Was it by just audio? Was it video? How did you pick that up? Well, it's not me picking it up. Okay. Because a lot of the times their devices are recording, right? When they're beaming... Okay, so when they're beaming it into their head, you, you're talking on your cell phone or you have your cell phone within the vicinity, right? There's different sensors inside the phone, like proximity sensors and IR sensors that actually go directly into your ear. They read your ear canal. Um, now, when dealing with picking that up, when you're recording, you're holding the device in your hand. It's in close proximity to your head right? You're controlling it. You're moving it around. Um, so because the beams are directional with directional antenna systems, they can be captured and they become embedded into the recording itself. Sometimes the, it, the attackers are coming directly from the phone or the device that you're using because of the Wi-Fi Bluetooth capabilities and sometimes it's not it's just directly to their head it kind of depends on what the victim is using and what they're hacking to um a lot of the times the information i could verify that they're using that victim's cell phone what what type of components um i could prove the accelerator the durometer um the acclimator so different portions of the cell phones are definitely being used even things like that are installed like the weather app that's your doppler radar system a lot of people don't understand that doppler radar system gps tracking devices are built into your phones so it all depends on how but the communications get captured into the recording and they become embedded. Okay. All right. So, so basically let's, 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 boy, this is kind of very, or it's not kind of, it's very Orwellian. We're basically setting ourselves up to be hacked with oh, telephones, yeah. with these cell phones. Would that, would that be, well, would that be right to say? Set up. It's the government. They're creating it so they can hack them. So they have backdoor access yeah. to all these components. But I'm saying, um, but what I'm saying is, if we, 
if we have one of these, we're in essence saying, yeah, go ahead and hack me. I mean, we may be ignorant about it, but we're getting it and we're saying you can you can hack me anytime you want to. Okay. All right. We've got a we've got a friend in the um, in the chat now. Uh, he's talked to me about something he knew Helena Sorba that we talked about the other day. Um, he said he he's going to send you some recordings. I gave him your website. Uh, he's got about thirty five where he's been targeted too, and and I knew that he he had had some of that that stuff happen to him as well. Um, okay. So we got four more. I want to play these and let people hear again. This is what Amy picks up through her research. And she tells you what they're telling the victims that they're targeting here. They're volunteers. Okay. That is actually a dispatcher. Okay. From uh, the police department that is, that is involved. Uh, they're saying they're volunteers. So you could hear the radio clicks, right, in the background. Only officers have those type of noises because they're using a specific microphone settings within that. And they're also using a short range for um, their radio communication systems. A lot of these criminals are using radio communications, uh, radio equipment. Um, but that one is specifically from a dispatcher to the police station. And the other one that I was going to, give you that go along with that but i decided against it was um uh the dispatcher reaching out to the officer and the officer responding okay all right here's another one I'm attempting the parkland shooting. this is the parkland shooting i can hear that yeah um this is something that the perp's been shooting and then at the end if you could hear that high pitch was hit target so the dispatcher was talking about the perp shooting the weapon system and then that hit target at the end is actually the person that was being shooting the weapon system they verify if the they actually hit the target or if they missed the target or I see. their point system they actually have a point system they're playing games right uh, if you go back to the red rooms they actually have a point system so more accurate areas are one point and they go all the way up to 10 point systems okay or attacks on a victim this is almost um, like these guys are playing a video game with real people Absolutely. Uh, Virtualization stations. And uh, they're usually uh, two-day D5D60 components. And a lot of them are actually working on to a 10D um, infrastructure. Okay. All right. Last two. Here comes this one. Wow. Now, I have not. That sounds to me like... Somebody getting crushed, you know, the Star Wars scene, you know, where you got the guys in the in the trash compactors going together. That's what that sounds like to me. I, I can't make heads or tails out of it. Uh, that person is actually saying, uh, you're right, though. She's a path. I'm sure of it. Now, what do so, they mean by she's a path? What What does that mean? That was actually for me when I was first starting oh, on okay. uh, the audio. It was one of the first audios that I've ever done. That's probably why it's such the horrible quality. <laughs> that was just 
I experimented multiple different ways with multiple different victims. So um, each one is kind of a funny story. But um, that one was particularly for me is because I was actually starting to analyze it. I think though there are good guys on my side um, protecting me. I really do. Um, I believe I also have a criminal entities are that are behind the systems attacking me as well so i i believe this is one way to prove the child sex trafficking because a lot of the information that i have captured i do hear in the news about maybe three four months later um and i'm like oh so that's how everything ties together so i i think there are some ways um and some information that is good so that was for me um, particularly saying I'm a path. I'm, okay. I'm on the right path. I'm, I discovered something that they can use uh, to track these pedophiles and these rapists. Okay. All right. Um, and we had a message in the chat uh, saying, this is why phones. My, I noticed my phone, I went from, um, what do we have? Samsung Note 5 or something. You could take the back off. You could change the battery out yourself. Now, with this was the Note 9, and you can't change the battery out. And a lot of the phones that are coming out, you can't change it out. So it keeps that open for those kinds of things. So some people have said, well, this is so they can track you and this, that, and the other. What about these, uh, and I'm going to drop it in the chat here. My understanding is the Faraday bags kind of contain that. Is that true or is that not true? No, Faraday bags work perfectly. Okay. Yes, they work 100%. I've actually tested them out myself. And um, it blocks all signals. Um, a lot of the communications and things won't be captured inside the bag, which is great. Okay. So you guys need to get a Faraday bag. <laughs> you can get a cheap one or you can get an expensive one, whatever you want to do. Uh, and that will keep people you know, who want to track you, have any kind of communications. Now, does it also render your phone useless while it's in there? In other words, you can't get a call from it either, right? Right. And it won't even register the call when you uh, turn them back on. Okay. Um, I should have my Faraday bag with me. I use this. Well, I, I dropped one in the in the chat, and we'll have the link there if you guys are listening on the radio. If you're interested, you can go uh, and you can pop in on the archive at sonsofcelebritymedia.com. One more, one more audio, and we'll let Amy hit this one. Here it is. Now that okay. sounds like somebody doing this right here, just right in front of the microphone, <laughs> it, <laughs> making it, a bunch it of racket. It kind of is. She was actually sleeping, and um, in the background, she had a aluminum foil wrapped around her bed, and they were um, beaming the aluminum foil with it. She kind of made a Faraday cage for herself, so okay. that's where all that crackling noises come into right. play. Um, that actually in the beginning it says light um we heard that word take it from amy fall asleep she's a victim a victim of rape so um usually when i analyze these i use headphones they're not meant to be played um like we're doing like we're doing so i usually grab a set of headphones that i analyze with them um and uh, you know, I don't amplify them a lot because a lot of times when you amplify them, they become even more distorted. So trying to bring them up to a proper level 
to get them to play on the radio station. But if you had that hooked up onto your computer system and then you put on your headphones, I have examples on my website and I do put please wear headphones on them. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you can actually, especially noise canceling headphones, they block out all the noises, they block out all the sounds. So where you could specifically hear the words in the statement. So that one is a little bit more crumply because of the um, Faraday cage that she's using. And a lot of those like crinkling noises is the Faraday cage blocking the signal coming in. Okay. All right. Now, when I, I remember when I um, interviewed uh, Helena and she said, Tim, I put copper pots on my head. I wrapped my head in tinfoil. I couldn't stop any of this. It, is what we just heard, is that part of a... Is that considered a direct energy weapon where they're using it to speak, or is that considered something separate from a direct energy weapon? That's separate from the directed energy weapons. Okay. They're basically using quantum computer systems okay. for it with radio communications and capabilities. So you have your directional antenna systems. They got their microphones. They got their headsets, obviously, right? Um, but it, a lot of these are actually using the output is more on a subwoofer level, right? Okay. Um, because a lot of the times when you're using subwoofers, you could hear the boom, boom, boom on the outside. But if you ever pay attention and you actually record it, you can't hear the bass in the recording. Really? Yeah. That's why they call them subwoofers. Okay. They're at a sub level. Okay. So um, in the recording, then when you strip it down, you could hear the subwoofers in there. So the subwoofers actually help with the voice to skull technology because they're at a sub level. Okay. All right. Now, okay. So let's get to the di direct energy kind of stuff too. Um, you sent me a couple of photos. I'm going to be showing these here in a second. Do you okay. want to explain what it is when somebody, and then we looked at some of this the last time we had you on, you had a couple of, uh, um, you know, visuals that we, that we showed. This is, this is somebody's foot. Um, and you've got another one, I think, of the leg. Can you tell us what's going on here the, as far as how do you know this isn't some kind of rash? How do you know this isn't some kind of sunburn? Uh, maybe somebody got stung with a bunch of uh, fire ants or whatever. Can you can you explain this to people? And guys on Red State Talk Radio, you're not going to you're not going to be able to see this, but you can see it in the archive because we'll have it up there. But there's a reddening. It's like a it's it. It kind of looks like somebody gotten some poison ivy or something. How do you distinguish the difference and and what's going on there? Those are actually radiation burns. Both the photos are actually radiation burns um, from microwave energy weapon systems. This specific female right here has five different types of weapon systems that she's being attacked wow. with. Wow! She has. She has. These are actually part of missile waves right here. Um, the other one is more of a directed energy assault because they're beaming you with these missile waves and these electromagnetic weapon systems and directed energy weapon systems. Um, I could actually pull up. What well, Amy, is there a way to tie back a source to what's doing this? I mean, you he obviously is actually being discriminated by a domestic terrorist group, Redfield terrorist group. Okay, what is Redfield Terrorist 
that was the name of the terrorist group. Now, they are, are they able to bust these guys with any of this? I mean, they're able to bring charges law or the cops in on it? What's, what's the deal? Law enforcement uh, refuses to investigate. They refuse to do anything. They refuse to take my reports. Um, same thing as the Nevada legislatures. We've been trying. I've been working with her with the Nevada legislation, trying to get help um, for her and get bill proposals and rules and regulations set within the state as well. So um, law enforcement are refusing to investigate um, and take evidence in with it. That's that's absolutely incredible. Okay, guys, see why this is another this is just another reason why we need to form in our counties the common law grand juries to bring indictments against these people and then set up the constitutional militia article 1 section 8 clause 15 lawful militia to carry out the laws that that have been established and these people are obviously engaged in criminal activity if the cops won't do it why won't the people step up and do their duty let's quit fussing at the politicians for not doing theirs we can deal with them at another time let's let's secure liberty in our own counties by establishing us we were look we're the we're the government our our constitution starts out was our preamble we the people are doing these things we're the you guys who are listening i point you to tacticalcivics.com to learn the basics of how you do that. You don't have to agree with everything Tactical Civic says. You learn the you learn the principles, the civic duties that we have. That's why we have rights is to do our duties before God. And then you go out and you do them. You do them as a community. That way it's not, you're not some lone wolf out here. You're a group of law-abiding citizens. When I say law-abiding, I mean you abide, you abide by God's law, the Creator's law. Okay, not the 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 man-made laws that don't correspond with that. And you want to see justice done. Um, when I'm when I'm seeing this and I'm hearing you talk about these things, I'm not surprised that cops aren't aren't helping. I, I would imagine there's cops who are in on it. Absolutely, doing these things. law enforcement's been involved. That's a lot of the times they're running uh, traffic control for the human sex trafficking rings. Um, they have access to all the evidence and are deleting the evidence from their archives and their systems. Um, they don't put out emergency broadcast systems for the missing children. They could actually access it and delete license plate numbers along with descriptions of vehicles and along with children's pictures where human sex traffickers and facial recognition systems won't pick it up inside their database system. They have access to county clerks. They have access to judges. They have access to lawyers. They actually have lawyers on call. Um, whenever a, a victim is doing something illegal or something that they could probably press charges on, the victim, they want to take a video of it because they're live streaming them in real time. They have streams, they have feeds, they have monitor systems that they're sharing and selling out to these criminals, right? So when they're being recorded, they call up the lawyer right there on the spot and find out what charges that they could press. As a matter of fact, most local law enforcement officers don't know what they're going to charge you with. That's why they uh, get you for something specific or small like interfering with an investigation or um, 
what's another commonly one that they use? Um, suspicious activity. And then you find out you go to the courtroom and it's a different charge. Well, that's because they called the lawyer and described the situation and then they manipulated the situation uh, to cover what the lawyer was. Then they write their report based off the lawyer's statement so the charges could stick. Okay. All right. Now we've got a question in the chat. Does being off grid without any Wi-Fi router, cell phone, or smart meter make it impossible to be targeted? I'm I'm pretty sure that's not the case. They no. can find a way to target you. How would they target somebody in a situation like this? You have to understand, even though that there's not signals, they could be using drones, they could be using airplanes at the same time. So you could be out into the middle of the woods and still have signal. How many times have you been out walking in the wood and you still come across a telephone pole too? So there are wired communications and there are wireless communications that can still be able to track, trace, and locate the victim. Whether you leave your cell phone in your car, you have nothing on you. You could also be embedded with a chip in, the, in order for them to locate you and to gain remote access to as well. So if you are chips with nanotechnology, smart does, graphene, um, or actually a microchip implant, then it is possible that they could still find you no matter what, even with a cell phone or without a cell phone while you're walking in the woods. All right. So you just mentioned something which makes me want to ask a question because we've talked about these uh, fraudulently called vaccines, the shots that they're giving people. And we know they contain graphene. I've got a, a, an entire list from Dr. Kerry Madej when they analyzed what they were going to give the kids in the Pfizer shot. There was at least five weaponized ingredients in it and a whole bunch of other stuff in there Okay, that they analyzed. And they analyzed it based on frequency. Now, you're, you're a person who deals with the sound and, and all this other stuff. And we've been having some people come on and talk about frequency and vibration. Now, everybody wants to screen new age, new age, new age. What's, what's your assessment on that? Because for the life of me, I don't get that part. I get people leave God out of the equation, the creator out of the equation. They want to make about the earth or the universe and all this. That, that gets to be new age to me. But the fact that, that we speak about we're shaken to our core. Well, what are we saying? Are we not saying we're vibrated to our core? We're... There's, there's something that disturbs us. Or if we throw a rock into the water, there's a ripple effect. Well, it's frequencies and vibrations that cause that, right? So right. so what's happening in this? We, we, frequency is not something. We, we turn the frequency of our radio. We pick up a frequency there. That's and going in our ears through vibrations. Right. So I don't... I, I, forgive me, I don't under, for those who keep saying this is new age, I don't understand how people don't grasp what's going on here and the technology that's being used to target some people, people like yourself, for no apparent reason than some kind of diabolical, uh, sadistic kind of, I don't know, joy happiness that they get out of torturing somebody or doing this to people i i don't get it amy i i really don't get that well when they're saying new age this is actually not very new age at all you have to think that they actually had remote wireless 
boats uh, capabilities back in the 1890s. Um, really? Yes, it was invented by Nicholas Tesla. Okay. Well, I know he had some, he also had some uh, sort of flying machines uh, that people right. could get in and operate as well. I think this was some of the technology some of the Nazis were developing also. Um, so I know some of those things are there. Uh, we've talked about earth batteries and being able to charge up, you know, batteries if you had a solar system or something like that, or even batteries for your house if you've got, if you're on the grid, charging those up through earth batteries and things like that. So I know the technology, when people want to say, oh, you know, the cavemen were Neanderthal, I don't think that at all. I think probably the further you go back, the more intelligent people were. And they probably had stuff that rivaled anything. We just put it in nice, neat packaging of plastics that don't go anywhere or anything like that and destroy the planet. But they were doing it out of the things that were available on uh, the Earth. And somebody got me on planet. Well, go look up the definition of planet first before you start attacking me on that. But uh, on the Earth, they were using those things that God had already had in the creation uh, to do some of these things because there is a lot of energy both in the earth and in the atmosphere that can be used. And it seems like these people have, have harnessed it to, to a science to where they're using it to, to target these people, including yourself. Well, yeah. And the, a lot of people don't really realize that we had wireless technology before we had wired technology. They were actually hacking Morse code and blocking the signals to get to the officers about the war and the information, especially against the Indians. So they were blocking even information back then and controlling the system and to manipulate the situation to get what they wanted. Um, whether it was uh, talking about food, uh, uh, who knows, back in the in the old Western days. But they were actually tapping the Morse code as well. So when it comes to different frequencies uh, from modern technology, them knowing that every person has their own frequency. We all have our own tune, how we connect to nature, Right. Um, if you're going to be more depressed, you're going to have a lower frequency than being happy and optimistic where you get a higher frequency. You get wonderful vibrations. You get that love, that feeling of sensation. So from modern day, from old technology, um, it, it has developed and they no longer even have to have chips or implants inside your body anymore. They could just pick up on a person's vibrations, energy, frequencies, and tune into that from a cochlear perspective. Um, yeah, I've, I haven't I've heard captured much information on that, though. At least audio-wise, I haven't really uh, learned about that new technique. A lot of them do have the chips and implants inside their bodies. Yeah, I you know I've I've heard some of that. Uh, I know Bradley sometimes when he gets excited about speaking the truth, uh, he'll say, "I get the gooseies, get the goosebumps, or whatever." That's a part of that frequency. That's a part of that vibration that it it sends that through our bodies, right? I, or am I missing something here? Well, you have to think a lot of these people that they say are mentally ill, it's because they have are depressed or have anxiety. Right. That's because of the mind control technology they need that dopamine 
when you're depressed, there's they're releasing chemicals within your body and your brain structure, right? Which is basically your dopamine levels. So the more dopamine they have, the easier it is to harass and uh, connect to a person. Considering when you're actually happy, you're actually blocking and not producing the chemical reactions that they need to connect to you. So a lot of it has to deal with the neuroscience, and I'm kind of learning this. I'm not a medical doctor by any means. I can only talk about the information that I've collected during the audio analysis and how I know this information. It's because with the neuroscience and them attacking a person, the chemical balances, they need those to rapidly use their electrons or to produce a specific neural oscillator, right? To gain that connection. And they could use those. That's why a lot of the victims are dehydrated too. They have low salt, low sugar, and dehydration. Uh, it's because they're actually using those components, like the glucose and the salt, for those weapon systems to get your neurons firing into a rapid pace so they can pinpoint or hit specific parts of your central nervous system. To And so they rapid fire them from your brain to the central location, like let's say your knee or your foot, and cause those itching and burning sensations through there. So they need specific chemicals inside your body in order, order for those weapon systems to make the attack. Okay, all right. So that leads to a, a comment that we have from Mr. Wordsworth over at DLive. Um, he says, Rice University did a study where they focused electromagnetic energy from a Tesla coil on graphene and carbon nanotubes, and it actually self-assembled into electrical circuits. Is graphene in the shots installing an alternate neural system? And it seems to me that that's something, that plays some part into what we've seen with some things. Are we going to be, if that is true... And I did a show where we, we talked about uh, the CDC having, you know, hundreds of pages on the zombie apocalypse. How do I mean, the CDC is saying this, right? And are we going to end up with all of these people who've been given these shots? We're going to have a lot of people who are going to be getting beamed with all this kind of stuff in their heads and uh, manipulated and all this stuff. To where they're, they won't need an invading army. They'll just turn the people on each other, kind of like what Gideon faced in the Old Testament, where they, they, they broke the pots, they had the torches, they gave the shout, the, the sword of the Lord and Gideon, and the, the Midianites turned on each other and killed each other. Are we, are we looking at something like that coming in the United States? I believe they're still doing mass research on that. Okay. When it comes to the Pfizer vaccine, particularly i've only analyzed five victims of it so i can't say this for the whole entire world you know i could only assume off of the five people but biotech lumina and pfizer are all working together on a mass database system and they're actually giving these database systems and information out 
once again to your child human sex trafficking rings and your criminals. They're actually doing mRNA and DNA manipulation, which actually leads to your transhumanism, uh, your robotics information. So yes, it also has to deal with Project Genesis from what I captured out of two of the victims out of the five. Um, so that's hard to make sure that there's a full determination because I only captured that in two and not all five of them, you know? So I don't know if they're being used for different programs or not, but each one would have, um, if they are all different programs or if they are all the same programs, that would kind of have to lead to the graphene, which I find a lot of information more on the graphene side dealing with Pfizer and biotech. Okay. All right. Now, here this comes a question because I think you mentioned Neuralink and Starlink in that uh, comment that you make. How does how would this tie into something like an Elon Musk? Now he's become sort of a darling for these. I don't I, I don't know what to say. Controlled opposition of the Republican Christian constitutionalist guys, always for free speech. He's trying to buy it Twitter, so he's really giving it to him. He's really just like Donald Trump. They 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 lead the, they lead the opposition, and they make them believe that they're really on their side, but they're really a Judas. How does this happen? Can you see the ties that are happening? Should Elon Musk have full control of Twitter and how this would tie with his Neuralink technology? I believe a lot of tying in with Twitter and the Neuralink technology is he's accessing a lot of the data. He has the access to the artificial intelligence systems, the different forms of bots, the data mining that is actually involved with the Twitter association. Since uh, half of the world uses Twitter, um, he'll, he'll have that and he'll be able to incorporate that to his Neuralink technology that he's been using for NASA and for SpaceX, different space programs. So the space program, sorry, um, the space programs are being used out because they actually have weapons systems in the satellite systems and they are actually can connect from satellite to satellite easily along to different antenna systems or radio communications or towers here on the ground. They could also access different air-to-air -air missile defense systems. Um, air to ground, air to surface missile defense systems. So a lot of that has to deal with direct access. So he's in league with all of those. Whether he's involved personally or it's his company and corporation that is involved through backdoor access or military authorization. Okay. Yeah, I'm, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that probably if we went back, I mean, I know he comes from an affluent family uh, sort of an occultic family looking at his mom. But uh, one of the things is, is that uh, we could probably look back to things like NQTEL, which is a CIA front group to fund a lot of these big tech groups. Uh, and I think it's simply so, that, so they can get their technology. If we give you the money, give us that technology that you developed there and we're going to use it against, you know, to do whatever we're going to do. Um, but what would you say to people? I, I want to wrap up the show here. What would you say to people who are either actually, you know, this kind of r reminds me, you know, you can see those stickers that he only do what the voices in, the in my head tell me, right? That kind of thing. 
And it's kind of a joke. It's kind of a joke that most people do. They're not really hearing, hearing voices, but do you think there's a nor there's like a a predictive programming that's happening there so that when if people do start hearing that stuff, I mean, look, let's be honest, all of us think so we hear our own voices in our head as we think about whatever we're thinking. But there's clearly something different going on here and what would you say people need to do if they're either being targeted with um, direct energy weapons, like the stuff that we showed in the, in the images, or they're actually getting thoughts beamed into their head, voices in their head? What would you say they need to do? Would they need to contact somebody like you that could that would actually understand them and they wouldn't be looked at as they're some kind of freak, but you would understand what's going on? What, what, what's the recourse for those people? You know, a lot of them don't have anywhere to turn to. A lot of them don't even know that they're targeted or a victim. Some even still believe that they're schizophrenic or they're paranoid delusion because that's what the doctor diagnosed them as. Even victims who have tinnitus don't even aren't aware that they're victims as well because they just think they have a ringing in the ear. So there's nothing for them so they don't have the voice to skull technology that doesn't mean that those weapon systems aren't being used on you a lot of people just don't realize that they're victims when they truly are this is massive one company and corporation targets over 2500 people so if you actually multiply that one company in every single state that's over 350,000 people just here in america so a lot of people don't understand how large this is with the different companies, corporations, and third-party contractors along with the military and their capabilities, the NSA capabilities, the Department of Homeland Security's uh, capabilities, uh, how large this program really is. It's not just a group of 10 of us. There's millions, and whether they realize they're victims or not. As for getting help, that's very, very limited because you got to start doing your evidence and you got to start collecting it based off of your theories. Well, when did it all start? When did you notice it? When did it start occurring? Did you have specific medical tests? Did you have a vaccine? Like in my case, I had a um, sleep apnea test done. That's how I became a victim and it happened within three months in increments through the test results so uh, through the Department of Defense so getting all of that information and collecting it you kind of have to do your own homework on it I would definitely try to find a support group first I would contact me I'm technically the only one that can prove this right now with the audio analysis no law enforcement officers are going to help you they're going to ignore you they're like i said their system is set up to and rigged against you in order to keep these crimes hidden from the population um i could at least hand you in the right direction i could help you gather evidence i could help you secure your home your network system i could help you configure your router disable your 5g lowering your bandwidth so these weapon systems won't attack you or affect you as much um help you with some shielding techniques some faraday cages 
Um, problem is Faraday cages don't really work outside for the human. Um, you would need like lead sheets. Lead is the only thing that I could possibly think of that is 100 proof. Um, Faraday cages won't block. Yes, they'll block the radio frequencies, but they, they, they can't stop microwave energy weapons because of the size. Radio frequencies are larger than microwave energy weapons. So microwave weapons could actually go through the particles of the Faraday cage and still not affect the ending result. Um, so getting help is very limited. Um, you're in a tough spot in a tough situation. And for most people, some of the people have been involved with this program over 55 years, and they're still trying to find a resolution and help for it. So we're trying to make laws, uh, Neuralink laws, BCI laws, um, anything that is uh, with the use of wave, beam, signal, pulse, you know, trying to get help for all of the victims. There's just, uh, just make sure you contact me and I'll be able to help you out as much as I possibly can. Okay. All right. There's a, there's another thing, you know, we, we do all that we can here in the physical uh, to protect ourselves and, but there's a spiritual element too. And I want to ask you about this after I read this passage. Everybody's familiar with this. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the schemes of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And there's no doubt that there are dark forces behind these people. How... I, there's no way to explain why another, why one person would do this to another person, especially if they've never met them, to to treat them in such a sadistic fashion. There's just no way to explain except there's dark forces behind them. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against, uh, stand able, may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth, having the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching therefore, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Now, here's a question I have. Somebody mentioned playing a book of the Bible. Um, the, the Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Okay? That's what it claims to be. And it does. It cuts through. It shows us. It exposes us for who we are, and it shows us who God is. All right? So my question, Amy, is have you had any people who would actually play Scripture? And what was the result? Have you had any people doing any kind of thing like that? Uh, yeah. It's actually, I have. And a lot of people are God-loving um, Christians who are being attacked. And you have to think that these people who are doing this to uh us and all the other victims, they are criminals. They are monsters. They are your mentally ill, the real mentally ill, not the fabricated mentally ill. Um, 
so a lot of these people are Satanist worshipers. I could hear occult music playing in the background. They don't like it. They don't like hearing the word of God. They'll hang up on people or say, I'm sick and tired of listening to this. Ha. Um, well, we're sick yeah, and tired of listening so, to them too, aren't we? <laughs> So they do leave and things of that nature. Some people, energy gets built up that they believe they're free from these criminals too. They're like, I believe in God. I've been reading the Bible every single day. My spirit is up. I feel so much better and happy. And so their targeting doesn't affect them as much anymore. Amen. Because They've been reading the book and Amen. they started to have faith again. And that's a lot of it too, is the psychological warfare aspects is because you could be a Christian and, um, a person like me who's, who's gone to church and I've taught Sunday school and who tried where the criminals tried to deter you to not believe in God, to not believe in his word, to not listen to it. Because they want you to demoralize him. Because when you believe, you lose your faith in God, like, God, why are you allowing this to happen to me? You know, I look at it as a blessing in disguise. I would never know about this targeting technique or doing the audio analysis unless I became a victim. It was so unknown to me that I was just living my life on a daily basis. I didn't even know what targeting was or um, voice to skull technology, never even heard of it before. Um, turning that around and God giving me the capabilities of doing what I'm capable of doing and creating the patent, creating, um, I'm going to release a patent out in December to live stream and broadcast these guys. So you'll be able to hear those voice morphing a hundred percent of the time if you're a victim. Um, so that's great news, but I want to be able to do what I am today without God and without showing him, showing me the light and the path that I need to take to help not only myself, but other victims too. Yeah. Amen. Amen. One more, because it ties in with what you said, because you were saying, you know, I see what happened to me, which was bad as a blessing. You've turned it into a blessing. That's what I, I love about your story is you didn't sit there and just curl up in the fetal position and say, woe is me. You said, no, I'm going to take it back the to beginning. the <laughs> Yeah, but, you, but eventually you, well, look, Elijah goes out and defeats all of the false prophets of Baal, has them executed because he's shown who the true God is, goes back into town and gets, you know, Mr. Scaredy Cat from some woman named Jezebel goes runs off into the into the the wilderness this guy who's just defeated all these false prophets men have their times of weakness we we recognize that but then god comes and he feeds him and he supplies him and he puts him back into play um this is what i i love about what you said there this comes from Romans chapter 8 we make mention of this often Beginning in verse 26, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. God gives us of his spirit. He gives us what we need. And I'm talking about believers. I'm not talking about unbelievers because he's going to make a distinction here. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints, not for not for those who are not saints, but for the saints, according and who's the saint? A person who is in Jesus Christ. 
They're no better than, than the sinners of the world, but they've been made righteous. They've been given the righteousness of Christ by the Spirit of God. And he says, he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things, what kind of things? All things, good and bad, positive, negative, work together for good to who? Everybody? Nope. To them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose, and then he says, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate. That means determine a destiny beforehand. Folks, for you people, you, you free will people who thinks God looks in a crystal ball and looks down the halls of history and sees if you're going to choose him, so he chooses you. That's not what it says. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, <laughs> who can be against us? And I've said this over and over, Amy. The people do not realize whose kids they're messing with. We may be a bunch of nobodies here in, on this earth, you and I, but our daddy is somebody. And they're messing with the wrong kids. They're messing with the wrong kids, and they're going to get it. They're really going to get it. And I appreciate so much you coming on. Uh, I'm glad you're okay, because I was. I was very concerned. <laughs> I said, I'm hoping she just overslept oh, and everything. You. <laughs> thank you, Tim. I appreciate that. And I apologize for earlier. I I've had an earache. Um, I had an audiology test done, and they were using bone conductors, and I just was sleeping on the wrong side and couldn't hear my alarm. So, <laughs> well, that's okay. I, like I said, I'm glad that the audience will attest. I was I was concerned because I sent text. I called a couple of times, and I said she was so excited about coming on, and I I said uh, maybe she just overslept. I know how that can be and how that happens. So no worries. I'm just I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you were able to come on. Uh, we already have people saying, "Will you have her back on?" So uh, we'll let Amy figure out what she wants to talk about, and we'll have her back on um, because I you're full of information, and we actually have some people in our audience who've been targeted this way. So it's very beneficial to them. I know. So I'm going to give you the last word, and then we're going to close out the show. Um, well, thank you once again for inviting me here, Tim. It's been wonderful talking to you and the people listening. Um, I'll make sure to answer any and all of your questions all the time. Um, I'm excited to release my patent. It should be coming out in December for everybody. Um, it will be able to live stream and broadcast these communications. So you'll be able to download it on your phone, your computer system. So help is available. I'm trying to do it on a mass scale. That way, multiple victims could start gathering proper evidence and information regarding their cases. So since I'm only one person working on this and I don't have a team of 100, I'm trying to help out as many victims as I possibly can first. Um, so once again, thank you. Go to my website, check it out. Make sure I have a lot of information in regarding different patents and information that um, that I have collected on an audio basis with uh, direct links to association of what they were talking about. So I could verify the equipment and that way you guys could learn about more of the technology as well. So 
Thank you very much, Tim, and God bless. Yeah, thank you, Amy. We appreciate you very much for coming on and, and sharing all this information with you. And oh, by the way, let me ask you this. If uh, this is how you earn your living, right? Um, I actually, <laughs> that's funny. I really don't make money um, <laughs> because everything I've made has gone into the patent. So okay. anytime that I did a audio or a video or phone conversation, it went straight into the patent. I never made a dime off of it. Um, but I, I plan on making other things and other different types of software as well and trying to help out the community right now i'm focusing on the ikator case uh but this is mainly how i plan on making my living once i actually start making an income but i've been basically volunteering i volunteer a lot of my time um i i, I don't make hardly a cent towards anything but well, the reason I, the victims are homeless so yeah, the reason the reason I'm asking, you got a shop here, so I guess people can can purchase there, and that helps you. But do you have a way people maybe they're listening and they say, "Hey, we appreciate what you're doing. You're giving you your time, your services, and things of this nature." Is there a way people can support you in some way if they want to do that? Absolutely, I do have a donation page on my website. I'm trying to save up for um, some digital investigation tools, forensic software. Um, so I could start doing the computer components and the cell phones and being able to extract evidence. And because they do delete a lot of the files, recovery systems for them as well, and prove that they've been hacked. A lot of the courses and things in the technology are super, super expensive. They're out of my pocket. I can't pay for it out of my pocket. Um, like this software that I want is $5,500 and it's $2,500 for my certification and my classes. And then the upgrades themselves are additionally $1,200 every single year, along with retraining on it, which is an additional 500 as well. So <laughs> law enforcement technology isn't cheap. And since I'm not an officer i don't get half off like normal people do um so if if you'd like to donate please donate i'd appreciate all the help that's great uh, all of it goes towards equipment that i need uh to end certifications to make sure that i'm up and running properly so i make sure that at least those are all taken care of before okay. anything else Okay. All right. Amy, we appreciate you very much. Thank you for your time and coming on two days here in a row and giving us that kind of information. Hang on and I'll say goodbye to you off air. Catch Bradley today at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. It won't be two hours like we had, but uh, you'll enjoy what you, uh, what you experienced there with Bradley. And then we'll be back in the morning with David Pruitt. We're going to be talking about prepping and uh, an issue that seldom comes up among preppers, and that is community. How important community is in when you when you engage in preparedness. So don't miss that. We'll talk to you in the morning, Lord willing, six a.m. Adios.